Hey, this is Paul Martin. And Ray the Roadie. For the Rock and Roll Chicago Podcast. How you doing today, Ray? I'm doing good. How are you, Paul? I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Okay, that's three greats. Yeah, I'm doing wonderful. Thank I, you for, Thank you very much. Thank you very little. No, thank you very much. Oh. Why, are you are you doing Elvis? I am. I am. I'm, I'm practicing for the competition. Are you really? Yes. Or at the home? Uh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, at the, the nursing home. They're having an Elvis competition and... Uh, Figured I'd join. Yeah, I think you should. You do that. You do have that swagger. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I move my hips though. It's a little tough. Yeah, a little bit tough. But uh, so, what songs are you going to do? What are you? Have you been practicing some songs? Yeah, I'm going to do Rock the Hula. Rock the Hula. Oh. Yeah. Do you do you got a hula hoop too? Or? I do. I do. Are you gonna Are you gonna do it? Or I can. Gonna... I can. I can hula hoop. You can hula hoop. Yeah. That's, you still got to use your hips. I know. I know. But. But I kind of get that movement done, you know. Or is it a battery-powered hula hoop? No, 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 no. no? It, it, it's a real one. And if you get that right sway going, you got it, you can get it done. I can't wait to see it. When, yeah. when are you doing that? Uh, I don't know. It's coming up soon. Soon. It's Pretty soon, soon, huh? Yeah. What are you going to do until then? Uh, I'm going to work on my Elvis. I work, oh, okay. All right. You're going to work by yourself? Is somebody, are somebody training you? Or are you, you know... Um, no, no, I'm just doing it on my own. Okay, well, that's, that's a good ambition to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you, figured, I figured might as well go for it. You got outfits? Uh, uh, I do. Really? Yeah. Did you do nothing that Elvis wore, but but I have outfits. Oh, okay. Is it like, a, like not like his jumpsuits? No, 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 no. 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 I, I have, I have uh, some Speedos. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. You know, wearing that it really depends. Yes, it does. But uh, you know, so your your like your Elvis jumpsuits. To, you know, you say you don't have any really like Elvis ones, but you you, you did have those ones from the yeah, early M and R Rush days. I do. I still have some of those. Yes. Yeah, you still fit in them? Uh, not quite. No, not quite. No. No, I could let them out or let them in with whatever the case may be. Right. Try it out and see what happens. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I have to let them out, I think. Yeah, just put a little sparkles on them. So nothing else falls on you. Yeah, so, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Thank you I'm very, very I'm very proud of you. I mean, you're, you're very, very ambitious. Thank you very much. Thank you. you know, Thank I, you. I don't think there's anybody else more ambitious out there than you. Nope, nope. Okay, good. I'm glad. But we're talking to another Elvis tribute artist today. Another. So you, you consider yourself an Elvis tribute artist? Well, I could be. Okay. I'm working at it. All right. I got you. Okay. But um, but we've, we've, we've got a 17-year-old phenom. Phenom. That's right. He's won many awards and uh, going to win more some more awards, too. He's uh, 17 years old. His name is Landon James. He's from Lamont, Illinois. And he uh, he is an Elvis tribute artist. That is pretty cool. Yes, in ETA, they call them. ETA. That's right. Like taking yeah. care of business, TCB, Elvis's right. moniker. That's right. No, well, well, he, he's taking care of business. So uh, let, let's talk to Landon and see uh, see what he has to say for himself and what he has to say about, um, about his Elvis tribute. Sounds good to me. Okay, let's do it. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today, we're speaking with award-winning Elvis tribute artist, 
Landon James. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. Hey, Landon. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, man? Good, good. 17-year-old Landon James. Yes, sir. So, uh, so first of all, I have to ask you, how did you get into Elvis? Yeah, people always ask me this question, and it's very I mean, funny yeah. because my dad and my mom are metalheads. They're into Metallica, Guns N' Roses, etc. You know, and then I was nothing wrong with that. Oh no, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But you know, <laughs> then we then I ended up watching the show Full House with John Stamos on it, and he was Jesse in it, and he was a big Elvis fan. So I heard that music, and I was like. Wow, who's always pressed it? I started listening to songs like Love Me, Don't Be Cruel, All Shook Up. And then I got into it from there. And then I started wearing like the $20 Walmart Elvis jumpsuits. I remember I used to sing Suspicious Minds to my parents on karaoke and stuff. Did you guys have a Halloween costume when, when you were some as a kid? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. I remember once I was like a biker or a pirate or something, you know, and then, then I was Elvis, you know. <laughs> you, you could still get. The jumpsuits for 20 bucks at Walmart? Uh, not anymore, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Ray, Ray was going to run out and get one. I was. Yeah, I was yeah, going to run down, right down the street. There's a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I said award winning. I understand you've uh, recently won an award. Yeah. So um, 2021, I think it was in June, I won the uh, title of the Tupelo Elvis Festival U champion in Tupelo, Mississippi. And I also got to perform for Elvis's ex-fiance, Linda Thompson, at the time. So that was great. Very cool. Uh, thank you. Very cool. So how did you get involved with that? So um, basically they had something called the Becoming Experience. They let a bunch of youth ETAs be a part of this contest and they had some ultimate offices. And so um, the ultimate Elvis tribute arts is like the biggest competition. So they had people like Dean Z, Cody Denote there, and they would do kind of like a workshop for these Elvises, like the youth Elvises, like me and a handful of others. And uh, after the day of doing that and doing the um, tour of Elvis' house in Tupelo, we did the competition and fortunately I won. So I was very happy with that. And then I got to perform on a big stage in Bands Corp uh, South Arena in Tupelo, Mississippi. And very cool. That, congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, thank thank you. You. It's awesome. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> I try. It's, quite, I try. it's quite an honor. Man. Oh, it is, man. We've been, you know, telling people about it. That's what we do for advertising. You know, we talk about it all the time. We put it on our business cards. You know, my friend over here, Kevin, he's my manager and he does a lot of that regards to advertising. We'll always mention that win because it was very significant in my career and for all of us. So it's awesome. So you're from Lamont. Yes, sir. Uh, and, uh, and, and you grew up in Lamont. Uh, you became an Elvis fan at an early age, obviously. I see you brought your guitar, too. You can play a song for us a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. Any song you guys want, really, you know. Okay. Uh, I, I watched some of your YouTube videos, and you've got some moves. Because <laughs> you got to have moves if you're going to be an Elvis guy, right? Yeah, you got to shake the hips a That's little right. bit, Matt. That's right. So where'd you, where'd you learn those moves? By watching Elvis movies? Or, or? So one time this award-winning tribute, Sean Clush, actually, one of my favorites in the business. So he told me, don't copy Elvis tribute artists, only copy the king himself. And um, I took that very personally in a good way. And uh, I only watch like Elvis footage. So I'll try to look up the movies I was in in the 70s, one called That's the Way It Is, and um, one called Elvis on Tour. And you could see all of his mannerisms and all of his moves in it, to which, you know, that's how I learn a lot of my mannerisms, moves, etc. 
You didn't learn from any of the past Elvis impersonators. Well, you know, I'm inspired by a lot of them. I could say like Bill Cherry is one of our good friends in the business. My father and me talk to him a lot. He's a good guy. And he's very authentic to his tribute for Elvis. He's the 2009 Ultimate Elvis Tribute Artist winner. So to be friends with him and work with him is very, you know, award winning to me. I see. Any any local any local artists? Um, not really. Not I don't know. I guess sometimes I go see Rick Sacito. He's been a big name in Chicago as an right. artist tribute. Right. So you know I'll go watch him sometimes. You know I I watch a few other handful of Elvises. I don't know all the names on the top of my head, but they're right. they're pretty good friends. You is know? it is it Elvises or Elvi? <laughs> in Britain, it's Elvi. Okay. <laughs> Just wondering. No, no. You know, it's funny because there's uh, back 2007, there's the world's greatest Elvis on BBC. And um, Sean Clash, one of my favorites, won that. And uh, the guy would call him Elvi, you know, like that. <laughs> I do it right, you know. But uh, yeah, so they say Elvis tribute artist, you know, there's a difference between Elvis tribute artist and Elvis impersonator and also with Elvi as well. So so when and where when and where was your first show you ever did outside? Oh, that's a good question. So. <laughs> Actually, um, with my music school, I got to perform at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. And I got to uh, sing with, uh, I was blonde hair at the time. That's my natural hair color, kind of how Elvis this was too. And I performed at the Ryman Auditorium. I played with my acoustic guitar. I played California Love and then Blue Suede Shoes. And that was kind of like the big first performance of mine that really, you know, meant a lot to me. I was going to ask you about the Ryman. Uh, how, how was uh how is it to play the Ryman? Well, it's awesome, you know, it's really cool. It's a big stage, you know, right. and we had about 300 people there watching, so I was nervous as heck, you know, kind of already shaking the leg on stage. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but actually a few years later, I realized Elvis actually did perform at the Ryman Auditorium. I never knew that, but the audience wasn't a total big fan of him yet because they were more into pure country, kind of like Johnny Cash and uh, other artists. They weren't per se, the fan of the moves stuff right. there. And Elvis recalled that at a time saying that at the time it was kind of, I guess you would say, a little awkward on that stage. But I went there and people liked it. I didn't have all the moves though yet. You know, I was just playing the guitar. I was stiff as a stick, you know, just playing like was, but say, you know, with a really high voice, you know, so <laughs> that was fun. Now you said you played you played in other bands as well, right? Um, yeah. So I was in a few rock bands a few years ago, and I was in jazz bands um, with my middle school, with the high school. Um, I did a lot with guitar. That's kind of how I started getting into music at first. At first, and um, you know, I really liked. Um, well, really, since I was five years old, I got into guitar. I learned all music theory, guitar, etc., and. Um, I really liked it, and uh, I joined the school bands, like I said, playing actually saxophone, too. But I did guitar as well, and I knew all the chords right offhand, you know, and I was, it was a very fun experience. Very cool. So you play, you play guitar and saxophone? Yeah, and drums, piano, uh, baritone sax, uh, a handful of stuff, a lot of stuff. Wow, very cool. And how old are you? Uh, 17. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just actually, I just turned 17 a few weeks ago on the 18th okay. of January. So, you know, 16, 17, maybe 17, you know. <laughs> So, so are your parents, besides being the metalheads, are they uh, musically inclined as well? 
they they play instruments, right? Yeah, they really no, they aren't at all. Um, no, that's the funny thing mm. because my dad uh, always said how he always wanted to try guitar when he was a kid, but never got to it. And my mom, she played a little French horn in high school, but nothing really crazy musically and but the only person i could say is my grandpa papa rick which used to be in a beatles cover band back in the 60s and used to perform in his high school and stuff it was at saint lawrence high school in chicago mm-hmm. and he used to do that so that's something that probably is in my blood of being a musician yeah, ray knows a little bit about saint lawrence don't you, ray? Mm-hmm. yes i do yeah. ricky and the roadrunners no <laughs> <laughs> no no not that not that far back <laughs> So well, what were some of the bands that you played in before doing this? You said you, you yeah. have some bands you played in. What yes. kind of music? So actually, it was a lot of like hard rock. So Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Black Sabbath. So I used to sing all the, you know, high stuff. Like you the singer and guitar player or both? Um, I played rhythm guitar and vocals in that band, lead singer, yeah. I see. So it was really fun, you know, and, you know... It killed my voice at the time because I had to scream real high those ACDC songs, man, and they're crazy, mm. you know, but. Has your voice changed over the years? <laughs> Funny enough you say that, yeah, because a long time ago I used to complain on how high I used to, well, not high, but, you know, I used to <laughs> sing high. Yes, but, uh, yes. <laughs> but uh, you know, now I sing really low, so, you know. Like, I have a more low, lower register, I guess you would say. And I used to complain about it, but happily not. My dad could even say how a long time ago I used to complain of having a very high voice. Even still, I do, but I can still sing really low how the king would sing lower, you know. So you're not doing any of those other bands anymore? No, but actually at my show, sometimes I'll throw out a couple tunes. Sometimes even some Dave Matthews, actually. My dad's a big fan of Dave Matthews, but... uh. Sometimes I'll throw out some Paranoid by Black Sabbath or Day Matthews, So Much to Say, or stuff like that. You know, even besides doing the Elvis, I'm still into other types of music. You know? while, while you're in an Elvis costume, you're doing some Black Sabbath? Yeah, I because... Bet, I bet it throws some people off. And, actually, surprisingly, it doesn't throw people off. Actually, they were actually... like I almost want to say they were liking it more than yeah. doing Neil. I think they like to see someone that, besides Elvis can do an array arrangement of different stuff because, you know, it's, you know, there's like over $40,000 tribute artists these days, you know, and there are a lot of them are doing the same thing. I think they like to see someone that's doing a little different, adding their own twist on their own tribute. And I think that's what the crowd always liked about me is that I kind of do my own thing, but at the same time, I still stay still true to the King in certain aspects. Oh, so uh, do you think there might be a market out there for uh, Elvis biting the head off a dove or? (laughs) You know what? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. (laughs) I I couldn't say that, you know, Elvis biting head off. That would be something new, though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was good. I can't even talk now, man. That was good. (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne. We pause for a word from our sponsor. You play when you play your shows. I see you've got some shows coming up. You're, you're pretty well booked. Yeah, actually, I have a few shows I can mention. Um, so on my website, LandonJamesETA.com, L-A-N-D-O-N-J-M-E-S-E-T-A.com, you can see. Stands for Elvis Tribute Artist. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, I'm actually having a show this Saturday at Patty B's in Orland, 25th of February at Clayton's Tap and Morris. And then on 
March 6th, I've been practicing for a while preparing for this. There's the Windy City Elvis competition, which is at Des Plaines Theater. And that's what I've been really preparing for for this. But also you can see all the other days like Fremont Bar Grill, Mom Luigi's Blue Note Lounge, Palm Core, Hometown Tab, Jesse's Tavern, Bailey's Bar and Grill, yeah. Bellagio Restaurante, and Bally Doyle's. I've been getting a lot of shows that are getting very popular here in Chicago. So now, it's been nice. Now at your shows, do you just play guitar or do you do? You do? Um, or do you play the, do you sing the tracks or do you have a band? So um, for these types of shows, I'm performing to tracks because, you know, I try to offer the best price I can for my show for performing around, you know, especially with everything going on lately with the pandemic. You know, I try to keep my price low as possible. And, um, you know, I played uh, these backing tracks, which are by a a company named EP Project. They uh, are a full life band that makes these tracks and I can download them and use them for my shows. And sometimes I'll use different tracks from different companies if they don't have all the tracks, but I mainly use them because, <clears throat> sorry, it sounds like a main band is performing, like a real band. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm looking in the possible next few months to uh, hire or work with a few bands I've been looking into that I've been talking to for the past few months. Would you prefer to play with a band? Oh yeah, totally. Because when you're performing with tracks, you have to follow the tracks. You know, you're, right. the band isn't following you, you're following them. Right. In the case of tracks, but with the band, they can follow you more. And that's why sometimes I'll add my guitar stuff to the shows because, you know, it just shows a little bit more my talent. And also, you know, I don't have to follow a track for that. You know, it's just something to do on the little side that people enjoy, you know, so I really like it. So did you have to, did you uh, rent a bunch of Elvis movies to, to uh, yeah. over, over the years? Or? Yeah, I used to watch, um, one of my favorite Elvis movies is called, it's one that's probably one of the less popular, maybe, but it's called It Happened at the World's Fair. It was in 1960, I think, uh, 1963 or 64, I forget. But because he had like 31, I think, movies he did through 1954 or 1956, sorry, with Love Me Tender. Then his last movie, besides like the on tour stuff, was... Uh, Change a Habit was his last movie so in 1969. So from 1956, 1969, he did movies. You know, besides that one, though, like, I like Jailhouse Rock as well as one of his more popular movies. I really like right. that or King Creole, you know. What about the Blue Hawaii? Ooh, yeah, that's one of my favorites, too. I love the scene when he gets off the plane, making out with the girl, and then his <laughs> girlfriend sees and she's real pissed off. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it's, it's it's funny as heck, man. It's funny as heck. You know, it's just a good movie. And he, Rock the Hula is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Songs. Actually, I could probably play that one for you in a little bit. You yeah. know, I love that song. All right, let's pick it up. Pick up the guitar. We're going to get a little cancer here. Can you hear that on the... The way she moves her hips, I do her fingertips, I feel like heaven bound. When she starts to sway, I've got to say, she really moves her grass around. Raw, a hula baby, raw, a hula baby, got a hula from Honolulu, that a hula baby of mine. Something like that, you very know. Very nice, very <laughs> nice. I like Rack to Hula. Yeah, me too, man. And here, I could show you another song real quick. So, um, there's one, Suspicious Minds, that's one of the real popular ones. Sure. We're caught in a trap. 
<laughs> Landon has left the building. <laughs> so where, where, uh, what about your outfits? Mm, yeah, that's where do, you, where do you get them custom made or? Yeah, so I get them from a company. Not Walmart anymore. Huh? Oh, definitely no. not, man. You know, <laughs> you know, the one thing I didn't realize, you know, in this business is outfits, rings and stuff are very expensive, but they are really good quality. And Pro Elvis and BK Enterprises are my two main companies I purchase rings or suits from and for any other Elvis tribute artists out there those are definitely the best two places to get them so when you do when you do a live show do you come out it's like early Elvis and, and middle Elvis or late Elvis or, or how, how does it work it depends on the show because sometimes I'll do like a two hour show and I just stayed in one jumpsuit, but like a few days ago, I had a three hour show and I wanted to do more songs, obviously. So you took a break, right? Yeah. So I did like an hour and a half of 50s. I didn't about two hours actually worth of um, 70s. So I came out in one of my suits is the chain suit. Elvis worn in 1970. So I have a few different suits. I'm purchasing a few more right now. Actually, I didn't purchase one yesterday. (laughs) It's not cheap, is it, Dan? (laughs) <laughs> He's shaking his head no right now. <laughs> they could be anywhere up to 700 to 4,500, depending on the suit. Wow. wow. Yeah, I, that's not even including belts. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and rings and stuff. But, you know, I try to stay to the more simpler suits for now until I make some money. Right. You know, obviously with the shows, though, it's been doing very well for me, yeah. you know. Hopefully in the future when we have really big productions, you know, with the live band and stuff, I can definitely afford the $4,500 suit. Right now, if we did, I'd be bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in debt. I'd be in debt, man. I'll be in debt. That's <laughs> so you still be out there performing though, right? Yeah. They're, you know, Elvis always joked about it, but they are really hot, the suits, man. You know, when I'm standing outside, it feels good. It feels good standing outside, especially now in the cold, you know. Well, besides today, it's kind of warm today. But, you know, like when it's really cold, you know, in those jumpsuits, it's nice. But when you're in the room and it's heated up, it totally is not fun. But I love doing it, though. You know, so yeah, I have a little fan next to me. No, I'm kidding. You know, I thought that was Kevin. <laughs> hey, Kevin waves his hand a little bit, trying to give me some air. Just a little fan. Just a little fan. I'm sure you've got lots of big fans, too. Um, oh yeah, man. I I could name a few names, man. I there's one. I really she's a nice girl, but you know, she, man. I had some history, man, with some of these fans, man. I used to do Facebook lives, and <laughs> my dad's getting killed for saying this, but <laughs> I used to unbutton my shirt a little bit, kind of because because Elvis yeah. did a little bit too, sure. and. Sure. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say the story, but you know. Yeah, show a little skin once in a while. Oh right? yeah, yeah, skin oh, yeah. to win, right? Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> skin to win. <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, man, I even forget the question because I was thinking about that one fan, man. No, but um, what's the question again? Well, well, no, I'm well, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's get back to the, some of the Facebook Live stuff. Yeah, so how, oh, how yeah. did you survive through COVID? Yeah, so I did Facebook Live starting when COVID started, in like early 2020 ish. Or I think right. that was around March at the time when right. it all, you know, started. So I did Facebook Lives from then till June of 2021. That's when I went to Tupelo actually and won that contest. So for that year, per se, and a half, uh, I practiced, studied a lot more of Elvis. So I think that's what really helped me to win those competitions. And after I came back and did a few more competitions. And then after that, I more decided to start going into more doing shows and starting doing local shows and that's why I found Kevin my manager Kevin Quinn he helps me a lot with getting these shows and my father and Kevin and me work all together doing these shows so uh, so your outfits uh, your outfits are limited right now unlimited uh, are limited uh, I have about five jumpsuits right now I think uh I have a fringe, but it needs a lot of repairs. Um, I have a chain. <laughs> it, it, it's used a lot, man. It's used a lot. But uh, I have a chain, a concho, one called the Red Lion suit, and then uh, th that's about it. And then I have a few suit coats sometimes I'll wear if I'm doing the 50s. But I'm purchasing right now, uh, it's called the Black Matador suit. Um, it's just like the Red Lion, but it's black and it has like... Uh, eyelets on it and then it, it goes down the suit and it has red and it's a really cool suit and hopefully i can lose a few pounds so i can fit in the suit that's <laughs> you know that's the one thing about these jumpsuits man you gotta fit in them they, you know? they get tight yeah huh? <laughs> oh yes they they get too tight no, okay that's an old saying in the song you know but uh, later in his career he kind of filled them suits in Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty well. Yeah, you know, that's probably where I am right now, you know. <laughs> well, not that bad, but, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm losing a few pounds so I can look like the Elvis in 1970, 72, when he was at his, like, prime, I guess you would say, with jumpsuits, you know. So I can move a little easier in the suits, you know, and <laughs> mm -hmm. look a little better in suits, you know, and, you know, all that, you know. So, so you've got this, this uh, competition coming up in Chicago, correct? Oh, yeah. So that is uh, the Windy City Elvis competition at the Des Plaines Theater. It's at March 6th. It's on a Sunday at, I think, 1 p.m. And uh, there's a bunch of Elvises here from Chicagoland doing it. And also from different states, but most of them are here from Chicago or Wisconsin. That's Ron Onesti's new place. Actually, yeah, Ron Onesti, yep. Yeah. And he runs, you know, the Arcada. And, right. And then he's doing the Des Plaines. So... I've been kind of working on for that competition. I'm kind of taking a few days right now to relax, though, because I had a few shows and my voice has been very worn out from the show. So I'm kind of taking a little break and now I'm going to start getting back on the, you know, train of practicing and getting mentally and physically fit for this competition so I can win it. <laughs> So what happens when a bunch of Elvises get together? Y'all talk like his voice, or are you just talking your own voices? Uh, <laughs> depends on the guy, you know. If, if he's a cocky guy, you know, he's going to be like, hey, baby, how are you? <laughs> no, no, no. No, a lot of the guys try to talk like themselves. I never really, some people say they experience it, but I don't really, I never experienced where an Elvis tries to go up to me, tries to do all the hand gesture stuff, you know, or talks like him, you know. I try not to, you know, I try to, 
just sing like him. I'm, but that's kind of what the difference, like I was saying earlier, is between an Elvis tribute artist and an Elvis impersonator. Elvis impersonators walk around like they're Elvis. They think they're Elvis. Elvis tribute artist keeps it on stage, keeps it off when you're off stage. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. And I think even though some of the Elvis tribute artists still keep it a little bit off or on when they're off stage, you know, I try just to wear my own stuff off stage, you know, even though I wear leather jackets and stuff, that's just my style, you know? Mm-hmm. I do my hair though like Elvis, but you know, I don't walk around with like the glasses and every single ring he wore, you know, and stuff like that. Cause there's only one Elvis, you know, there's not, you know, 40,000 of them. <laughs> well, you. yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, there's actually a quote Elvis said, and he said, um, I hope they don't think they're me like regarding to Elvis tribute. So I always try to just keep it on the stage and I do it this mainly to keep his legacy. You know, I try to let people experience his music and have fun with it and remember it for more generations to come. So my kids, my kids, kids will one day be able to know his name and listen to his music and love it. I'm just trying to spread the Elvis music to the world, I guess you would, I would say, you know. So you've been to Graceland, I take it. Oh yeah. How was that trip for you? Oh, it's awesome. My favorite part actually is either the, uh, TCB room because there's like the 12, 14 TVs or his airplanes were really cool. You know, you get to see his big airplane. I think it's called a Lisa Marie. And then there's across the street from there. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there's the jet, which was really cool. I was like, man, I wish I could have one of those, man. (laughs) You know, I would have to be like the president to do something like that, man, or something, (laughs) you know, to have a jet like that, you know, I'd love to one day so I could travel the shows. That'd be fun. (laughs) You know, but Grayson was a wonderful experience. I love it there. So the thing in Tupelo was all teenagers, right? Or, or, yeah. or young, young entertainers. Yeah. When I did that competition, it was, uh, I guess, yeah, 17 below, you know, but there's no one there younger than five, but yeah. The five. Thing, yeah. No, but <laughs> no, but the Elvis's I was up against the ones that got, Second and third, they were closer to my age. Are there, are there age categories? Or? Uh, no, it's no. all in within the same. And, you know, I always said maybe possibly there should be a kid, teenager and adult because, right, you know, right. kids are a little sure. different than a teenager, you know, and then because sure. teenager, you're going through a voice change. And I'm just being honest, you know, but that's why in that competition, the three that won were the oldest of the competition. One was 13. One was older than me at the time, 17, I was 16 at the time, you know, so you can kind of see that, you know. So, and, and what, uh, how many songs do you have to do? So in that competition, I opened up with one of my best songs. It's called Bridge Over Trouble Water. Right. Simon and Garfunkel sang sure. it, but Elvis did. Sure. And that's my favorite version, obviously, you know, being an Elvis fan and Elvis tribute artist. But I did that song and I think that song is definitely what people said, what did it for me to win that competition. Then I came out for the second round when I got into the finals and I did um, Poke Salad Annie. I did all the moves and stuff like Elvis and people enjoyed it. But the big, I guess you would say, song of that day was Bridge Over Trouble Water, which won over the crowd, won over my mom and dad when they were there and won over everybody.
judges, their eyes lit up and everyone's eyes lit up when they heard me. So I took that as a compliment and was very happy to take home that award to Illinois from Mississippi, you know, it's awesome. You know, I made my parents really proud. That's what matters to me too. That's, that's, that's very, very good, very important. Oh yeah, it's important to make my dad and mom proud, you know. Yeah, and they've been very supportive of this, you know. They support me going traveling to do the shows and every show my dad comes to help um, doing the lights, the sound, he does my music and like the strobe stuff and my friend Kevin helps me out with like the jumpsuits and make sure everything's all organized for the events, etc. I was going to say, you have to have, you have to have a support staff with you. Yeah. Kevin's definitely the support, you know, and also my dad, but like my dad does the sound and music, you know, and Kevin's the guy I call him like my Charlie Hodge sometimes or my Colonel Parker, but you know, it's more of a Charlie Hodge thing where Elvis is right hand man. He's my right hand man, you know, and also my mom, Lately, has been not able to make the shows because she's been sick with, you know, thyroid cancer. It's been a very hard time for the family. But um, she always supports me when I'm at the house singing my songs and she'll just give me words of wisdom from her and good advice. So that's what I really appreciate the most from her. I see. You know? Yeah, your dad's sitting over here with a big smile on his face. So. Yeah, no, because my mom makes me and him really happy and we care about her a lot. And, you know, I think if it wasn't for my mom, I think... I wouldn't probably be doing this because she's a big motivation and why I keep doing this for her and for my, my cool. dad. Yeah. No. Even though she's a metalhead, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, if you guys know Brett Michaels, uh, tell my mom that try to get her to meet him. And my mom loves Brett Michaels and uh, from Poison and uh, Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose, you know, she loves that stuff. But actually, though, ever since I got into Elvis, at first it was a little weird. But then later, now every day we're singing all the songs in the house. Like my mom will sing like, I just can't help believing, you know, or something like that. You know, and we'll send, sometimes I'll sing like Elvis, I'll joke with her, I'll say like, talk in everlasting words. And then he'll go, I'll go talk and she'll go talk. <laughs> so she'll sing the backup. She's like the backup singer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. she's kind of like what Elvis was. She's kind of like my Kathy Westmoreland. That was Elvis's backup singer in the 70s. So my mom's always been kind of like my backup singer, I guess you'd say. You know, just for fun. And me and my mom always have fun with it. It's it's awesome. You know, I play I play my guitar in my house a lot for her and our dog, uh, Cooper. Um, we had two dogs, Cooper and Carly, but now it's just Cooper. And I always play all the songs for her and the dog or even my dad. He always tries to make me sing like Never Been to Spain. You know, <laughs> he loves that song by Three Dog Night. Yeah. So. At first, great, I didn't. Great like, song. Yeah, see, at first, I didn't like I kinda the song. I kind of like the Beatles. <laughs> but I kind of like the Beatles. Yeah. No, but at first, I didn't like the song, but actually, now I love the song. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a hard song because it's a very high song in Elvis's voice range, and so is my voice range. It's a very high song when you have to sing it with the Elvis voice. It's a pain in the butt. So, you did know? you take voice lessons or anything? Or guitar lessons? Or? I took guitar lessons since I was five. I stopped about two years ago because I've been busy with everything just going on with my career and stuff. But also, um, I did voice lessons for a while. I did it, that was where the music school I went to Ryman Auditorium with. And uh, I was taught probably since 2016 to 2019, early 2020, maybe. 
yeah, it was around the start of the pandemic. I think I actually stopped and I, cause I felt like I knew what I was doing with my voice. I felt like I was doing good to where I don't think I needed. Not, hear the motorcycle outside but uh you know i just felt like i didn't need any more lessons i felt like i just needed to train myself and make sure i keep practicing what i'm doing you know because there's really no such thing as an elvis tribute artist teacher out there if that makes sense you know like besides like talk to a few guys for like advice but there's no one that like i can go to each week and they're gonna tell me how to sing more like the king no, that's I never heard of that before. Right. You just have to pick it up on your own. Right. Yeah. And I think it helps for me a lot more than a couple more of these people that do it because I've been a musician my whole life. So, you know, and I've been singing my whole life, playing guitar my whole life since I was five, 17 now. But, you know, I think that helps when even if the band like I'm not saying the band ever messed up. I'm just saying, like, if I perform with the band like for a competition and if they change a key or something, I can do it right away. I can change the key. As some of these Elvis tribute artists never started off as singers, they started off as Elvis tribute artists. So they weren't able to change the keys or try. So a lot of these guys are more Elvis tribute artists. They never were a singer or musician before that. So that's, I guess you would say the advantage I have over, not all, but a couple of these guys, because some of these guys have been musicians as well their whole lives. Now, do a lot of these uh, competitions have um, have bands, or do they? Or you just do it? Um... So the Windy City, uh, I did it. First one was in 2020, pre-COVID, and um, I had weird looking average, very short hair. You know, I didn't do the greatest, but it was a starting point. You know, everyone has a starting point in anything you know so you know i grew i've grown so much since then if you see my videos online except you know but um now the windy city competition did have a band at the time and i was able to perform with them even though i wasn't at my greatest now i feel like to be honest i'm probably more at my greatest right now and um i think when i perform with the band it's going to be very easy because i've been playing with bands my whole life you know so i it comes natural to me but there's a contest i did in springfield which didn't have a band and used tracks and that's the hard thing because when i was in the competition actually the track actually stopped on stage and i had to just stand there which that is the sound guy's fault <laughs> not my fault you, Do you know use your own tracks for, for these competitions yeah so i brought my own tracks like i was in from the company that makes professional right, tracks right. a lot of the guys will do that but when there's a competition with tracks, it, it's hard because you don't have the interaction with the band like Elvis did. Sure. And that's one of the downsides of that competition that I did. You know, I don't really I'm not going to speak bad about anyone or anything, but, you know, they're not. You know, the competition, though, was eh, it's just you just walk over to the computer and. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> point at it. Hey, yeah, computer, because, nice job. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they, yeah, they accidentally actually put another track on of the, I was singing Proud Mary, you know, left a good job in the city. But then there were, then they actually put the Wonder of You on top of it. So it's on like two tracks just intertwined. And I, and I was singing on stage, but then next thing, scorecards say that I got less points because of that. I was like, okay, that's the sound guy's fault, not my fault. You know, right, so right. sometimes when you perform with tracks, it's a difference. It's a difference between performing with tracks, you know, and or with the band. And I've always said a sound guy make or break a band or make or break an Elvis uh, tribute artist as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they really do, man. And, I, you know, there's besides, you know, when I did in Tupelo, because the sound was really well in Tupelo when I won the competition. For everyone, it seemed like 
the sound guy did all the tracks good, but in spring film, not at all. But, you know, but that's why I'm trying to stick only for competitions with perform with bands because, you know, that's the most professional. So and, Chicago has to be in. Uh, the Windy City Elves competition is the best competition I've ever been in. They run it awesome. Joe Torito, awesome guy, runs it perfect. And um, he has the Change of Habit band there, wonderful okay. band. They they run that contest really well. Okay. And anyone, any other Elvis trivia you would ask, that is the best contest I've ever been in. Even though, you know, I didn't win it at the time. You know, that doesn't matter to me. It only matters if it's fair. And that contest was so fair and very good to everybody and now, very nice guy. Now, if you if you um, if you tell them, well, I, I do this song in A or something, they'll, they'll change the key for you. Yeah. Bands, you should, no. See, that's the downside of. They do, well, they do it in the original key that Elvis did it. And they, yeah. they expect you to, to, to stay in that key. You right. can't change keys with a band unless you're doing a show. In competition, they wouldn't let you do that. But per se, in like Springfield, you could change your track key and they right. wouldn't. But, you know, personally, you should be docked points for that because you want to do it originally how Elvis did it. It's sure. not authentic, you know? Right. And, you know, I just believe in fairness and authenticity, you know, and that's why I love the Windy City Elves competition. I love that competition. They've always been very awesome to all of us guys, and that's my favorite competition by far. And will there be just teenagers in that as well? Uh, no, this is against anyone, adults or even a little younger than me, probably 13. So, you know, it, it's 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 going to be a challenging contest, you know, especially being 17 performing against adults. But we'll just see what happens. You know, it is what it is. You know, lose or win, it's still an awesome experience performing with them. I I very have big respect for Ronald Nesty and uh, Des Plaines Cedar when in the Arcada and Joe Torito himself. They they run an awesome contest. Why do you ask, Paul? Are you uh, thinking of jumping on the Elvis train? Yeah, then? I might. I might, yeah. <laughs> I'll sell you a jumpsuit, man. Right. <laughs> so are you planning on getting into other competitions throughout the country? or? Um. So actually, yeah. So I might be going again. Last year, I had a step out of that competition for images of the king in memphis because my mom wasn't doing good at the time and i wanted to stay and care for her other you know family comes first to me before anything else but um i was good this year i'm probably planning on doing images of the king in memphis that's a bigger com big competition and um i'm still deciding on what to do for that and also there's one called dad's rock and oldies it's not they're not doing a competition on this year but they're just doing a show i'm getting involved with them and sorry, the company that runs that stuff. And then, sorry, man. Oh, I ate McDonald's on the way here, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and drink a lot. Did the of king eat that when he was, uh, I'm not trip? sure, but I know he liked hamburgers, but, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. And then obviously the Windy City. French fries, outfit. baby. French fries. French fries, baby. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, the Windy City is the one I'm really looking forward to. And that's in the next two weeks. And that's going to be my, it's just my favorite competition. You and know? That, that, what are the dates on that? The 5th and 6th, I think? March? It's on March 6th. There's March a before 6th. party on the 5th. So we're going, me and my manager are going the night before to just say hi to everyone and meet some fans. And then the next day is going to be the contest. Pay off the judges. Slip <laughs> something a few. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that, that's what Kevin does. No, I, 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 yeah. I'm just joking, man. But, you know, I, I just always had respect for those people that ran that contest. And, you know, win or lose, that is the best contest I've ever done. You know, 
even though I want him to apply, I just really like Windy City because Joe Torito is an awesome guy to work with. So that's on March 6th at the at the Display Theater. How did people get tickets for that? Um, I Just go on their website. You can search up Windy City Elvis Competition, and you'll see it on the browser. It'll take you to the website. Then it's like on etix.com. So then they can go on there and purchase tickets. And how do people find out about you? Um, go on landonjameseta.com. And you'll actually see the link for the Windy City on there. And I really recommend to people, if you like Elvis and want to see a bunch of Elvis tribute artists perform and award-winning as well, like Timmy Hendry there, I very recommend you guys to come to that event and go online, uh, purchase tickets right away for that. Event. Do they have special performers that aren't in the competition? I mean, they, they come out and- Yeah, so they have the winner that won, Timmy Hendry, an awesome Elvis. He's one of my favorites as well. And he's performing... Uh, that day as well and Joe Torito's performing the day before at the before party so that's going to be fun to watch as well you know they they put a really well show in contest I really like it you know I think when everyone goes there they'll see so many different varieties of Elvi <laughs> Elvi <laughs> see there, there you go but they'll see different and the, and the feminine is Elvira <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you'll see just with the live band she's our next so. interview that's, that's later <laughs> Well, you know, you'll see just a bunch of variety of Elvises with the band, with one of the best bands in the business. And I think people enjoy it. So I think they should the check change your habit band. Yep. They're yeah. a very good band. Yes. I, I know them really well. Is, is that that band that's made up of former nuns? No, no, no. The change of habits? Yeah, no. No? No, so funny enough, I think the movie's actually about Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> I think it's actually about Elvis being in, like, being a doctor, if I'm right. I think that's the movie, Change of Habit. I never watched that. I haven't watched that movie before. I watch most of the Elvis movies. I need to get to them. I've just been busy with shows. But, you know, I, yeah, Change of Habit, Elvis was a doctor. And it's all, you know, that's why there's the four nuns. Yeah. <laughs> One last Thank question you. here for me. Are you going to college? Just <laughs> uh, uh, probably an answer I suppose supposed to say around my dad, you know. But, <laughs> hey, yes, I am going to college. No. So um, right now I'm planning to uh, get a GED or a diploma, and then I'm going to probably go to college at the Page or JJC or uh, Vandercook College of Music because, you know, I always like to have a backup plan besides, you know, doing all of this. You know, I try to be – into business like my dad is. He's a salesman for Raymond Lift Trucks, uh, awesome company. And, uh, you know, just maybe I'll be a music teacher on the side or be maybe maybe an orchestra director because I've been into music my whole life. So if the Elvis thing does work out, I'll have my backup plan of being into the music field. Are you still in school now? Uh, yeah, I do a uh, Penn Foster. It's an online high school, but I've been... I'm starting right now possibly to take a GED test because we're traveling a lot with shows. So Excellent. we're going to get that soon. And then we're going to travel around the Tupelo, Mississippi, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, Michigan, um, maybe Louisiana and Texas and a couple other states. So that's our plan for the next few months to a year after after seeing what's going on with this pandemic. You know, we'll see what's going to be in store for us next regarding shows in different states you know, and stuff like that. So what about Facebook? Are you on Facebook too or um, yeah, Instagram? So, yeah, so you can check me out on Facebook. It's Landon James, my profile, but then I have my fan club, which is, well, not really a fan club just yet. We're getting into that, but it's called Landon James ETA. It's a Facebook page. Also, I have uh, 
Instagram for any really young fans out there. <laughs> you know, like kids my age always have Instagram. So Land James nine seventy seven on Instagram and uh, Snapchat. Uh, I think it just goes under Landon James ETA. So you know, I try to. I'm trying to get to every generation of fans. You know. Young, old, middle-aged, whatever. You know, I just try to spread it out to every single person, no matter what. So our generation, you're using stone tablets or? No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Papyrus? Scrolls? <laughs> For you, maybe, yeah. yeah. There you go. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but yeah, we're just trying to spread the love for Elvis music and, you know, just to put a smile on people's faces. If they're having a bad day and they come, come to my show and they just smile from loving one of my songs, I give them a scarf or a teddy bear or sing a song they love. You I was going to ask you if you hand out scarves. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, you know, as long as they, I make them happy, that's what really matters to me. Besides contest or anything with other El- Elvi, <laughs> anything with them or anything I don't really care about that the only thing I care about is putting smiles on people's faces spreading Elvis's music around to the world do you get a lot of senior crowd coming to see you um yeah mostly yeah but surprisingly we've been going to a young generation too and I think it's because of the song choices I do I try to do more of the classics like more popular side so Burning Love Proud Mary Never Been to Spain because that's more rockish for even an older, younger crowd. So, you know, I tried to just get everyone involved, you know, and I think by the looks of it with our shows lately, I think people have been loving it, you know? So that's what makes me and my manager, Kevin, really happy and my father and my mother really happy. Well, that's important. That's important. Sometime. No, yeah. no, yeah, it is. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, we thank you for joining us today, Landon, and, and continued success. Yes, good luck. Uh, thank you very much. Well, I should do. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> you know they always tell me to do that. No, no, but I very thank you guys for letting me be on here today. I very appreciate it. No problem. No problem. We'll, we'll see, see you soon out and about somewhere. We enjoy having you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Landon has left the building. <laughs> That was Landon James. He's a fine young man, isn't he? No kid, boy. For a young guy, man, he he knows his Elvis. Yes, he does. And yes, he, he does. And he sounds really good. Kind of makes me uh, wonder about what I'm going to do. So yeah, what, you thinking you're still going to go through with I, this? I don't know now. No, I don't know now. Yeah, he whipped out that guitar and, and yeah. played uh, played a couple songs for us. Played Rock the Hula. Yeah, you did. Which is my favorite. Yeah, and uh, Suspicious Minds, and. Um, and he's a very, very talented young man. Very. I mean, um, uh, for being so young and everything that he's accomplished and, uh, you know, not, not too many uh, young people out there that are like Elvis fans, you no, know. No. And uh, but he's taken it. Uh, he's he's taken it. He's going to run with it, man. Yep. I think he's going to do very well. He's already won one uh, award there in Tupelo. So uh, what's to say he's not going to win some more? That's right. That's right. He's uh, he's very talented and uh, and he's, he's kind of making me think twice about my, my career. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Paul. It's, I mean, you, you seem to be very excited about doing that, but uh, maybe you could do like a Freddie Mercury tribute. Uh, yeah, no, no, I can't do Freddie Mercury. No Freddie Mercury? No. Well, I don't have a gap in my teeth. Well, yeah, I know. We could, we could, we could fix that. You gotta, have, not, you gotta have the look, you know. You do, you do have to have the, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I yeah. was going to go out as the bald obvious. <laughs> the bald obvious would be good, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember there were some lyrics about something like that. Okay. Yeah. So... I forget what those lyrics were now. <laughs> you too. I'm trying to think of them, but I can't remember. The ones, the ones that goes, uh, do you gaze at your bald head and yeah. wish you had hair? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But, uh, so, I mean, you know, but there's a lot of other personalities that you contribute. I guess but that I can contribute. You can, tri- can tribute, not contribute, can tribute. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, heck, I don't know, maybe... How about uh, Waylon Jennings? Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. You could do. You could be. Uh, uh, man, there's there is a plethora of yes. people you can tribute. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, maybe Willie. Maybe Willie. Willie Nelson. That's that's what I'm going to work out. I mean, on even, the road again. I mean, even what about like Reba McIntyre? Sure, to be on the road. No, I can't do Reba. Oh, okay. Dolly. No. No. Oh. Yeah, she's got too much hair. Yeah. Yeah, so is Reba. Reba's That's true. got red hair. And Reba, Reba, has got this weird thing happening with her mouth. Yeah, no, that's true. She sings. I don't know what it is. But um, but uh, that was Landon James, and uh, Landon is uh, probably going to be at a venue near you somewhere. Somewhere he's uh, check out his uh, website. He's got a bunch of uh, gigs booked already. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All and, over the place. He's got to be somewhere coming to your, close to your house. Yes, he's rocking it. He's rocking it. He's yeah. rocking the Elvis thing. So. And it was nice having him out here at the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66 in beautiful downtown Joliet, Illinois, where our studio just happens to be. Yes, indeed. And yes, there's indeed. a lot going on here. Uh, they're hoping to open up very soon, and you need to become a charter member. So go to their website, roadtorock.org, and uh, sign up to be a charter member. And don't forget, there's a... Uh, event coming up across the street across the street at the forge it's the women of rock that's right with Lindsay kent and beyond the blonde and yeah, chasing amy all all who we've had, we've had all those on our podcast yep we've had a lot of the people so they're they're gonna have a, a fundraising benefit over there coming up on march 4th at the forge right across the street from the museum is the first annual women who rock you're gonna have beyond the blonde donna rice and the wild blue band lindsey kent of gen fuse formerly of the millennials same band different name karen hart in vinyl vixens lucara and chasing amy it's only $15 general admission, $25 for a premium balcony admission, and you get five bucks off if you're a charter member. So what other reason is there not to become a charter member? Also, if you're a charter member, uh, you, the nominations are out for this year's uh, um, Hall of Fame. That's right. Illinois, Illinois, Rock, Illinois Rock and Roll Museum's Hall of Fame. That's right. You so can you, vote. You can vote. That's right. If you're a charter member. That's right. So become a charter member today. Become one today, vote, and then we'll find out if the uh, the election was fixed. And go to, um, where do you need to go? What's the website? It's the roadtorock.org. Roadtorock.org. Sign and up to be a charter member. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. As always. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank, 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 yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Landon has left the building. Yes. See you next week. Rock and Roll Chicago podcast does not own the rights to any of the music that's played on this podcast. The music is used to promote the band or musicians that are interviewed. Rock and Roll Chicago.